Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. It's 308 here at the station in Pittston, or anywhere in Northeast Pennsylvania, 79 degrees and partly sunny. We still have that, uh, it looks like it's mostly orange in our area again, so if you have any kind of respiratory issue, it looks like we're going to be dealing with this from time to time for the foreseeable future, at least for the rest of our summer. Hopefully uh, by September when the winter starts to fall in, in the Canadian wilderness, we uh, it knocks it off for us and it's, it, it puts a nice coating on the fire to help put it out. As per the experts, that's the only thing that's going to put these fires out in Canada. So, uh, you know, we can only hope for the best that there's an early snowfall up there in the Canadian region. Um, other than that, you know, it looks like a real nice day outside. Good day to get things done. Maybe a chance of some slight showers uh, today, but um, I don't see anything on the radar. It doesn't mean it's not going to happen. They blow up quick. You know how it works here in northeast Pennsylvania during the summer. There's a lot going on. You know, we're going to talk about a lot of things today. Uh, you know, it almost seems like we're in crazy Crazy town, right? That's a good uh, metaphor for today based on everything that's going on. It's a crazy world, it's a crazy nation, stuff that's happening now. First and foremost, you have uh, this new IRS whistleblower who came forward. He was uh, whistleblower X up until today. He has now identified himself and is testifying. And the testimony before the hearings are utterly damning. Uh, that's all I can say. I, I watched about an hour of it. They just reconvened for the second half of that. They they were, they meaning, you know, the Democrats on the panel were trying to uh, poke at the credibility and distract, you know, bringing up Donald Trump as much as they can when this obviously has nothing to do with him. They were bringing up issues. Uh, Representative Raskin, who's the, the minority member on this committee, referred to Hunter Biden as the rich kid who was simply trying to practice his second amendment quote, the rich kid who was simply trying to practice his second amendment. But those of my colleagues here on the other side of the aisle and Americans who MAGA Americans, he kept throwing out there, you know, want to paint him as a, you know, they they would, they would normally uh, applaud someone like him, but because his last name is Biden, you know, they're on the attack. The man, committed three, at least three, gun felonies. You know, he possessed the firearm as an illegal possessor. He lied on his ATF form to obtain the firearm. And he threw the firearm away in a dumpster near his school. So uh, that's how your ranking member, the Democrat Raskin from Maryland, identifies Hunter Biden, a rich kid who was simply trying to practice his Second Amendment. So all of a sudden, the Democrats are, especially Raskin, is all supportive of the Second Amendment. It's amazing, the stuff they'll throw out there. But this new whistleblower, Whistleblower X, now mind you, the two, the whistleblower Shapley, who has come forward and testified before, is there. He's a career IRS investigator, criminal senior investigator. So he's testified before. He's back again. And this new Whistleblower X, who is now identified as Joseph Ziegler. Uh, he comes forward, and all, I shouldn't say all, a lot of the Democrats who come up keep posting at the other supposed whistleblower, the guy that there's an arrest warrant for that's on the run who said he came forward to uh, to give information about Hunter Biden and the Bidens, and now he's wanted for 
arms trafficking and and you know whatever else that they threw in there, the FARA investigations and illegal dealings with foreign companies. So he he posted a video, I think uh, last week, late last week, from an undisclosed location, saying you know he went to the FBI in good faith, and now they're they're targeting him and searching for him. But this new witness, this whistleblower X, who watching the hour or so of testimony that I've watched, the they really the Democrats really don't have uh, answer for him. Uh, they've they've been trying to chip away at things and question these two IRS agents, and they're utterly just destroying them with the facts and their procedures and their policies. You know, Raskin being one tried to say that, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of Americans that don't pay their taxes, and this is normally handled, you know, in a civil realm, um, and this is much to do with nothing. But what he fails to say, yes, it's settled in a civil realm, but with the threat of criminal prosecution. And they come forward and admit their dealings. Now here, they're not admitting that there's shell companies paying all these different family members and this and that. Hunter Biden is the only one, and he had a donor, a benefactor, pay his fine to the IRS. But there's many more crimes, as per both IRS senior IRS investigators. Um, Multiple felonies were committed under IRS policy procedure and our laws. Now this whistleblower ex, Joseph Ziegler, has come forward quite openly and he's a lifelong Democrat. He's, he, admit, he said, I'm a lifelong Democrat, and I'm gay. I'm married to another man, but that makes no addition. My political affiliation or my who, who I'm married to makes me no less credible than the person I'm sitting next to, meaning the other IRS organization, uh, 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 investigator. So they really don't have anything here. And his testimony is clear, concisive. He knows what he's talking about. He was a professional auditor for a top firm, top financial firm, before coming to the IRS. And I believe he's been an IRS agent for 13 years, an IRS supervisory you know, specialist in this. Yep, since 2010. He's experienced with tax and, tax and money laundering. Uh, he was the lead IRS case agent on a Hunter Biden probe. And again, he identifies himself as a Democrat. He identified himself as a gay man. Not that that has anything to do with this investigation, but it is caused the Democrats, who are normally on a vicious attack, to kind of beat around the bush and try to talk about policy, try to talk about IRS and what the norm is. And they are utterly destroying the uh, the people that are questioning them. You know, that's one of the things that's going on. We're going to talk about this North Korea incident, which is it's an escalation on multiple fronts because there's a lot of things going on there. I know this soldier uh, has been the, the the peak of that conversation, but we're going to get into that later in the show. And, of course, we have Jason Aldean. Where, you know, if, if, if these people who want to find things to be angry about dig any more ridiculous into things, it's just incredible. The song's been out. Uh, when it finally gets ta- uh, tacked on, you know, that here's the video and responses for people, uh, it's, just, it's just ludicrous. Uh, you know, you have uh, other country pop artists jumping on the bandwagon just to make themselves relevant. You have, um, you know, country TV stations jumping on the bandwagon. I mean, didn't they learn their lesson from Bud Light? Didn't they learn their lesson from Morgan Wallen? You know, they they went down these roads. They tried this. It's not going to work out for them. So there's, there's a bunch of that going on as well. 
Something more local to us um, and very disturbing for our area. Over two dozen people have been arrested in a regional child predator operation here in northeast Pennsylvania, our backyards. Uh, Over two dozen people were arrested, resulting in hundreds of felony child sex charges following a months-long operation targeting online predators and pornographers. Pennsylvania State Police Troop P announced Tuesday. Operation Safe Screen ran from April until June with participation from police departments and district attorney's offices across northeast Pennsylvania. Now, this is being reported um, by James Halpin, staff writer um, at the Times Tribune, and it's uh, really good work following this. Uh, They focused on, investigators focused on identifying child pornographer producers, those sharing the images, and absconded sex offenders. Operation Safe Screen was a multi-agency initiative formed to seek out predators who groom our youth, luring them into situations where they can be exploited sexually. And this, again, this is happening in our backyards here. The operation resulted in 26 arrests and over 1,800 felony charges being filed. 15 websites were also taken offline for allowing child porn to be shared. The investigators were able to rescue several live victims who were being sexually abused. Again, right here in our backyards. The results were alarming and in and it highlights the need for parents and guardians to be vigil. You need to know who your children are talking to online. Arrests took place across the region from Bradford County to Monroe County. In Lackawanna County, Daniel Gonzalez, 43, of Scranton, and Patrick Lang, 28, of Dalton, were arrested on child porn charges. In Luzerne County, those arrested were Andrew Neffy, 54, of Benton, James Torbick, 46, of Wilkesbury. Bruce Myers, 60, of Dallas, and Joseph Dowd, 46, of Duryea. Naeem Bibbs, 22, of Winecott, are charged with statutory sexual assault, and Cheryl Myers, 57, of Dallas, was charged with child endangerment. Now, again, everyone I just named is innocent until proven guilty. These are alleged crimes, but these are people, again, in our backyards who have been arrested. Sergeant Ken Bellis, commander of the Pennsylvania Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, thanked the participating agencies for their work. He noted such investigations are tough to work and that the job can be daunting. Cyber tips from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children have surged from about 5,000 per year in Pennsylvania before the pandemic to about 15,000 cases per year now. That's just Pennsylvania. 5,000 cases per year before, uh, before the pandemic, and now in Pennsylvania, 15,000 cases per year. That's what they receive in cyber tips from the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children here in our backyards. The amount of reports that these agencies go through is overwhelming. I, I applaud the work that these guys do. I know how difficult it is. This is heart-wrenching work on the part of law enforcement officers. I have good friends whose wives are on the internet. There were law enforcement officers, law enforcement detectives, supervisors who pose as children, who pose as teenagers on the internet and help catch these individuals. 
the things they live with for the rest of their lives to go through that and take these monsters off the street is unbelievable. And uh, my thanks, you know, having three children who are now grown, who will hopefully have grandchildren again that'll be here in Pennsylvania somewhere, sometime to visit, to live, whatever they choose. This work is paramount to keep our children safe. But parents, I'm talking to you directly now, grandparents, child care providers, Know who these children are talking to. Monitor their social media. Restrict their cell phone use, their internet use, what platforms they can get on, what platforms they can talk on, how they talk, time limits. Please do the things that you need to do to protect your children. 15,000 reports here in Pennsylvania alone. Over 1,000 felony arrests here in just this couple of month Northeast Pennsylvania only operation. I cannot stress it enough. There are predators out there that are looking at your children. You as their parents, you as their guardians, you as their caretakers, you as their family members, brothers, sisters, it is your job to protect them. And it's as simple as that. It's 321 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. We'll get to the phones in just a minute, but it's time for Rob's Rundown on this Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. It's things that are happening in the headlines, happening in our atmosphere. We're really not going to get into them during the show today, but uh, they're happening, so we should be aware of them. We've got a trio of rock shows performing at Montage Mountain Pavilion next couple of weeks coming up. More lawsuits have been filed in a Scranton doctor's data breach. A Hill Section burglar has been arraigned. Get those burglars off the streets. There'll be no criminal charges in a pair of parking lot fatal accidents. They were just that, determined to be accidents. There'll be a new tenant in the O'Malley and Langham building in Scranton. 30 cats were found in a music motel room. At least three of those cats were dead. Luzerne County names an interim 911 manager. Luzerne County Council tours the flood prevention headquarters. Hanover Area School District hires eight new teachers. I think one of them they got from my school district. Another record tax revenue for the gaming industry in Pennsylvania. And the Wilkes-Barre streets to be clean today and Friday, so be aware of that. And that's it for Rob's Rundown on this Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. Um, let's go to the phones now. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Let's go to uh, Andrew from New Jersey on Operation Safe Screen. Hey, how's it going? Good. Cleaning up the streets. I'm not a prosecutor, but I would think if the prosecutor actually has film of one of the sexual predators having sex with an unage, underage prostitute, which is part of sex trafficking, I would think that would be an easy conviction. Actually, they do have that. Hunter Biden films himself having sex with underage prostitutes. Joe Biden sexually harasses and gropes little eight and ten year old girls right on TV well there's two a- standards Andrew, Andrew there was no determination of the age in the Hunter Biden videos I'm not happy with them either but there's been no determination of the age of the, the women that have, were depicted in those cameras now we can make assumptions but that's all they are 
but Joe, they could determine who the individuals are that he sexually harasses because they're guests at the White House and he inappropriately touches them. And the reason why he doesn't get arrested, like these other people, safe streets, is because the police there are Secret Service police, so they're like his bodyguards. But if a regular individual like those that just got arrested, if they went to an event where little girls were and they started grabbing them and touching near their private parts and groping them, that individual would rightly be arrested. The only reason why Biden's not arrested because the cops are there to protect him, not to arrest him. I, so that's I, just I, another I, example. Andrew, I, again, I don't think that's an example. I think that's your opinion, and there's no doubt he Two does standards. act. I mean, there's no da- there's no doubt he acts creepy around children and women in general. There's no doubt to that. But to take it to the extent he's sexually abusing these people or being inappropriate, yes, it's definitely creepy. No one has ever made a complaint to law enforcement about that to say so to say he's being protected is is disingenuous it is on tv we can make our own assumptions which you've done and you're allowed to do that but to say he's doing these things you know indefinitely is just you know is 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 not proper i mean he's being protected that the police are secret service police so their job is not to enforce laws their job is to protect him so he's able to operate differently than a regular person if a grandfather showed up at the grammar school play and started groping on the little grammar school girls, he would get incarcerated. Yes, I, but, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would agree that if a stranger walked up to a strange kid and did some of the things he did, it would be an issue. But this isn't a stranger doing it to strange kids. These parents brought these kids there, have the kids there voluntarily, and have never made a complaint. I'm no fan of Joe Biden, but I think it's a stretch of what you're alleging. Right, I'm just pointing out there's two standards. You know, they could cheat on their taxes, they could... Be corrupt. And just imagine if it was Trump groping on eight-year-olds or if it was Trump's son filming himself with apparently underage sex workers. Andrew, I, I, think, we've, I, jail. I think we've <laughs> determined that there is definitely a double standard. We're going to leave yeah. it there. I appreciate you, Cole, Andrew. Thanks. Um, yeah, and you know what? I... I think we can all agree. He does... Joe Biden does act creepy around kids. He does act creepy around women. There's video of it. He does it out in the open. But to say... You know, to the extent that it was just stated, I disagree. And, and again, you guys know me. You're, you you listen all the time. I'm no fan of the man, but I'm going to call it as like I see it too. If there was ever a complaint made to law enforcement that he did this, if there was ever, it, it's on TV. Like, like the caller just said, you know, he does it in public view. He does it on TV. It's not like it's being hidden. It's not like it's being covered up. It's not like it's being you know, swept under the rug. I'm sure if one of these parents went to their local police department or the, the Washington, D.C. police department and said, hey, he touched my daughter inappropriately, would it go Would it go the, the, the norm of a normal investigation like that? Absolutely not. He's the sitting president of the United States. Um, actually, I, I don't even know if he physically can be arrested. You know, he would have to be impeached and charged and then arrested. Um you know, that was one of the things when Donald Trump was in office that they questioned that, that could he even be arrested? Um, you know, that's a, that's a question far beyond, you know, my understanding of the presidential protections that he has. But the Secret Service is a law enforcement agency. Their primary function, though, is to protect the president and the first family and anyone around him or where he ever he's housed, be it the White House, be it on Air Force One, be it any Marine One, be it anywhere like that. Even though you have Air Force pilots on Air Force One and Marine pilots who are the captain of those ships, Secret Service is still in primary control of the, uh, the president's security and safety. 
Uh, we're still watching these uh, these uh, oversight hearings on the IRS agents, and some, for some reason, some of the representatives are holding up displays, holding up evi- uh, holding up uh, evidence, and it's being blurred out on TV. I don't know why it's being blurred out. But uh, we'll see if we can dig into that in just a minute. Jim, I'm going to get to you in a second when we get back. It's 3.31. It's time for the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 3.37, 80 degrees and partly sunny outside. Uh, Listening to the text messages coming in, I appreciate them. Let's go to the phones. We have uh, Jim from from Hazleton on who think they're above the law. Who thinks they're above the law? I guess Hunter Biden, I mean, it's great to talk to you, but I I just don't understand this whole thing with Biden. He said he was going to be the most transparent presidency ever, yet nothing comes to light. He, are they going to, since the statute of limitations ran out on some of his tax evasion, are they going to upgrade them to felonies and indict them like they did Donald Trump? I mean, it gets ridiculous. It's always something with these guys. Yeah, it looks like this administration has been anything but transparent if you listen to their press secretary or things that have been going on. And, uh, you know, as per this IRS agent, he says there were multiple felonies that were that were committed. Yeah, and as far as the press secretary, she doesn't even answer questions half the time. She diverts. She doesn't... She, she diverts the questions to, like, with the cocaine thing. It was, ask the Secret Service, ask the Secret Service. And then the Secret Service came out and said, there's nothing to see, basically. Yeah, and just the other I day when she was asked about a president, a White House post on saying that the you know wages are up the highest they've been and, and it was debunked that they're really not when you when you impact inflation. And they questioned her as per that. And instead of going into the math, instead of saying, well, there's a difference of opinion, she just, and her answer was, we disagree. And that was it. That was the end of the conversation. Not any explanation to the numbers they came up with. But when you factor in inflation, wages aren't the highest they've been. Well, the other thing, too, they talk about these unemployment numbers, unemployment numbers, unemployment's down. But what they fail to realize and they forget is once people can't collect unemployment no, anymore, they drop off of that that um, that number. They're not reportable anymore. So how many how many people are unemployed from before COVID even that haven't been able to get jobs or don't have jobs because of whatever reason they're toting all this unemployment's the lowest in forty years, but they're they're not even using that numbers that could be accurate. No. No, they're not. It's, it's 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 an interesting thing we're watching here, isn't it? It's ridiculous time after time. And the funny thing is, the, the thing that gets me the most is they keep going after Donald Trump. And let's even say he gets convicted, but then he gets elected president, he could pardon himself. So I don't understand why, was, why the government is spending all this money to go after Donald Trump to keep him out of the White House when all it seems to be doing is giving him more more um, popularity. He's getting all this free publicity, all this free press that he's getting, and his numbers are higher than they've ever been so far since the whole thing started. 
Yeah, we'll see what happens when it comes to the primary and the election. But I don't think they're going to stop targeting him, and we'll see where that goes. Jim, I appreciate your call. Thanks for your time, Rob. You have a good day. You too. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, 341 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 344, 80 degrees and partly sunny outside. We had this incident in North Korea where, you know, it's, it said a person crossed into the North Korean, uh, in the demilitarized zone, into North Korea from the demilitarized zone. Then it turns out this person was a U.S. soldier, an enlisted soldier, um, that, that did it. And then you learn that this soldier was being disciplined and was being sent back. He was, he was, being, he was detained in South Korea for uh, some alleged assault against a local person in South Korea. He was detained in the military prison, and he was being escorted back to the airport to where he was going to face more further disciplinary hearings you know, in America as, as a United States soldier. He went through the checkpoint with his guards, and I guess allegedly, from what they're saying, the guards aren't allowed to go through the checkpoint to the terminal with him to actually place him on the plane. How that happens is beyond me. But uh, after he got through the checkpoint, he ends up fleeing the airport, working his way into this tour, and then runs into the North Korean side while he's laughing. I'm sorry, I look at that as a defection. You know, he was a U.S. soldier based in South Korea. He obviously knows what the demilitarized zone is. He's obviously having issues as a soldier in the U.S. Army. I think they said he served for two years. Uh, and he was disciplined, jailed, and being sent back to America to possibly be discharged or most likely be discharged. So that that's the one thing. I, and, and I don't look at this... You know, yes, he's an American citizen. He deserves all the protections of an American citizen. But if he voluntarily defected to North Korea or if he just thought he was being funny and did this, well, then I'm sorry he's going to pay the price. And if we're able to negotiate his, uh, his release back to us, then maybe we, should, we can do that. But the fact that this is basically a clear-cut case of defection, now if he did it to be silly, if he did it to be um, rebellious— Okay, if he did it to cross into North Korea because he was getting in trouble in the American military, well, that's another thing. Well, while this all this is going on, uh, United States nuclear submarine has docked in the South Korea port for the first time in a long time. And in response to that, North Korea has fired a ballistic missile over into the sea like they normally do when they rebel rouse. So that's going on at the same time as this complicating a lot of things. So there's a lot of dynamics going on in North Korea right now. And the last thing we needed was this numbnut U.S. soldier, for whatever reason, running into North Korea at the, at the demilitarized zone. Um, but when you look at the facts in the case, like it came out slowly. This was dripped out. It came out a U.S. citizen crossed into North Korea. Was it accidentally? Did they wander off? I mean, they give tours of this place in conjunction where the North Korean soldiers are on one side and the South Korean soldiers and U.S. soldiers are on the other side, and they give tours of the demilitarized zone. Um, And again, for this person, there are pictures of him now as part of that tour standing there, but as per the witnesses, he ran into North Korea laughing, ha, 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 ha. Well, I'm sure he's not laughing now. But knowing North Korea, they might accept this guy with open arms and treat him like royalty there because they can use that in their country. Here's an American soldier. Well-respected, uh, was the head of X, Y, and Z, 
that defected into North Korea because he 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 sides with us. You know how they're going to spin this. But there's a lot of things going on over in North Korea when it comes to this. And I gave you a little bit more of that, how we have a one of our submarines there for the first time in a while to let North Korea know, hey, we're an ally of South Korea. And in, in response to that, North Korea fires a missile like they normally do into the sea that, you know, for half the time works, half the time doesn't. But again, it's them, uh, you know, rattling their saber to let us know that that they are they at least they believe they're still a threat so uh you know that's what we have there let's go to the phones now we have uh mike from bloomsburg on the differences between republican democrats mike i have about a minute okay real quick i want to talk about the economic situation real wages have decreased 24 months out of the last 26 that's your purchasing power our government has added nine or excuse me Two trillion, which is two thousand billion dollars of additional debt in nine months, and as far as unemployment is concerned, the number of people prime working age between twenty-four and fifty-five is basically skyrocketing. We're approaching what the Soviet Union had right before their collapse, and much of it's due to the fact that they've changed disability rules. That you can apply for disability based on something that cannot be proven is not true. So, and it, and it used to be just men mainly that uh, you know played this game that were not working they were out of the workforce but now they they're seeing it with women too so bidenomics a lot of things going the wrong way and it's affecting our pocketbooks it's affecting our society and our budget and we're all feeling it mike you, you know the, the fact that they just stand to us and lie to our faces we're all feeling it and and, and they know that but they'll just lie anyway i appreciate your call take care Thanks. thank Bye. you mike it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio. It's time for the Bloomberg Money Minute. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 3.53. I, I now know why they were blurring out some of the evidence that uh, some of the representatives were showing. They were pictures of Hunter Biden from his laptop, and they were not appropriate to, to broadcast on, under FCC regulations. So uh, that that what was being blurred out. I, I know I mentioned it while I was watching it here in the studio. Uh, so that's what it was. And it uh, looks like our illustrious Alexandria Casio cortez just got through with her testimony, basically blaming Trump for everything. So uh, go figure. Is that a surprise to anyone? Um, let me take this next call here because I, I think I know what it's about. But we have uh, Susan Downing from Pocono Wildlife on Golden Eagle. Susan. Hey. How are you doing, Susan? You're on the air. Hi, I'm great. Doing, considering all that's happened. Susan, you broke up a little bit. Can you start again? Um, considering all that hap- that has happened, I'm doing pretty good. Well, why don't you tell the listeners what what has happened? Well, um, unfortunately, we had a golden eagle that came into us um, with a self-inflicted amputation, and we believe that it was caught in a trap and. What happened is the leg fell off and at right below the ankle, and uh, and it was living like that for three to six months. It healed. He was ambulating. He was surviving. He got brought into us. Someone found him. He got brought into us. He was a little thin, but not doing that bad. And we started rehabbing him, and we realized. Vital life force was amazing. We were doing a great job. He was doing, she was doing very well. And we thought, wow, what a great opportunity to have a golden eagle.
people as as um, someone without a foot as a way to see if we could maybe release and if not release, get a prosthetic for because we found we started looking into prosthetics and there is lots of it, lots of birds out there successfully ambulating with prosthetics and then the feds called and said that um, we had to put her down. We ended up we sent in videos, we sent in pictures, we showed how well she was doing and that we wanted the chance to show that she could have a good life with just one leg and two hours later they sent the orders that she had to be immediately euthanized. Yeah, I, I was fo- I've been following the story in the media and on social media as well. And uh, it's a shame because you even had a, a donor that was looking into a prosthetic for this for this eagle, this golden eagle, correct? Yeah, we actually just got the prosthetic in yesterday, and that was a shame because we had been on the phone with that, with the feds that morning, stating, "Give us a chance. This is a great way to show that something with such vital life force that is enjoying her life could survive and do well." And she was already doing well. She was standing on her stump and being able to get around, being able to eat on her own. So to turn around two hours later and say, oh, I'm so sorry, you have to immediately, you immediately euthanize. And it's the federal government. We don't have a choice at that point. And, and we got backed into a corner. And we could have had our license revoked, which and they could take all our birds and do whatever they wanted with them, and so there was no choice at that point. Yeah, for the listeners that don't know, with Pocono Wildlife, you guys do a wonderful job of rehabbing, you know, all the animals in Pennsylvania, and and you you've had many of many eagles in your care. I know that personally. You've had bald eagles, you've had golden eagles, and you've done a wonderful job with rehabbing them, getting them back out into the wild. And when the, when they're not capable to go back in the wild, you've used them as ambassadors to show the people of Northeast Pennsylvania, you know, how special these animals are. And they are special. And that's what's crazy. It doesn't make sense. They're protected birds. And they're protected by by our federal government. And yet, when we can give proof that they're they're doing an amazing job, they're not suffering, they're not unhappy, they're they're living their best life, and they only have one foot, and that's not good enough, so you're just going to kill them regardless. Yeah, and because they are federally protected, they're really not under the mantra of the game can, the Pennsylvania Game Commission. So when the federal authorities tell you and mandate you have to do it, like you said, your whole license and being would be at stake if you didn't follow their orders. Absolutely, and luckily the PA Game Commission had our back, so that was that they weren't even involved. So I don't want anybody thinking that they had anything to do with it. They did not. Yeah, I know what great relationship you have with the Pennsylvania Game Commission. That's why I wanted to make that assure. I do have a listener that says this morning they contacted the National Eagle Center in Minnesota and let them know the situation. They are looking into it on their part. So the listeners are paying attention, Susan. Yeah. Oh, we've had so much support. We've had so much support, which has been amazing. And we we have Aegis, which is our bald eagle, and she came into us being shot. And she had to have a partial amputation of a wing. And we're, she's just the most amazing bird. And I've, um, I've seen the bird, and I, I appreciate it. I'm up against a heartbreak, Susan. I appreciate you calling and updating us. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you.
It's Rob O'Donnell on WILK News Radio. We'll be back.